Hello and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you could call me Shibs. And I'm Ethan Sareski, and I am fascinated by Scandaval. You see, Shibble. Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana with Raquel on Vanderpump Rules, and the Bravo universe is going absolutely bonkers. I mean, understandably. We all thought better of Sandoval, and it turns out the whole time he was a real Scandoval. And it I frankly feel scammed of all. Uh, yeah, we, we've all been scammed, scammed of all of us. Yes. So, Ethan, why don't you tell these guys about the premise of the show? It's not a Bravo recap show. You're thinking of Uncle Monster's Gossip Time Fun Hour coming spring 2024. Shibble, we need to do a Bravo recap show, too. I don't want to watch those shows. Oh, yes, you do. I'm telling you, we you are a genius. Okay, that is next project. You've locked it in. Okay. Right. I'll tell you what. We'll do one on the Patreon after we finish up this uh, miniseries. Done. Done. Absolutely. Done. Well, okay. like all uh, episodes of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, Shibble this week, has done extensive mm-hmm. research on a ghost, ghoul, demon, goblin, or other such entity. And this week, it is the Golden Eagle of Maine. The Golden Eagle. And the other one of us, me, Ethan, has done absolutely no research. I've really just been lounging, son. And yes. uh, I'm going to play the audience surrogate for you guys, because you guys, I hope, know uh, uh, very little about the Golden Eagle, so you can be surprised as well. And we're going to ask those questions your hearts are burning with desire to know and find out more about it. Yes, so... You know nothing about the Golden Eagle. No, I know it's from Maine, because you told me You know that. it's from Maine. Right. And so, when I say to you, Golden Eagle, and you close those Don't yell it beautiful at me. peepers of you. Don't yell it at me. Golden Eagle. Okay, well, you know, that's uncomfortable as well, but it's better. Okay, when I say at a normal volume to you, Golden Eagle, right. and you uh, have your eyes closed, Okay. what do you picture? Golden Eagle. Okay, so the Golden Eagle is the mascot for the bad guy's school in a PG sports movie where a lovable all-black high school in the 60s is allowed to play integrated basketball for the first time. Then they come up against the vaunted Golden Eagles in the finals, the favored all-white team whose players threw a brick with the N-word written on it through the good team's coach's window earlier in the film, and the all-black team gets cheated out of the wind at the end, but they win at the game of life. Wow, it sounds powerful. Very powerful. Is that what the cryptid is? It's not the mascot of an evil team from a sports movie. Oh. Slash race movie. Yeah, sports and race. They go together like uh, peanut butter and jelly, I always say. It's true. Uh, I have another theory. Okay, I was hoping that you... We, did you go for the triple this I week? went for the trifecta, yes. Yes, I love it. All right, give me the deuce. A CIA animal weaponization program gone bad, Shivel. Yes, I love it. They took some bald eagles and, like, they smelted them to give them extra armor. Then they used them as the first iteration of drones. 
and they would dive bomb our enemies, killing one bad guy per 10 civilians. So a much better rate than our current program. Yeah, I like it. So basically they're like uh, Wolverine if he was American and an eagle. Exact. Perfect. That's what I was going for. And that's what it is, right? I mean, maybe, maybe, but hit me with the triple. Okay. Fine, tell me the, the tray. This is what I've got the most faith in. This is the one I think it really is. Hit me with the flop. It's a big cryptid eagle with bright red eyes and a curly Q pig dick. Okay. Well, I think you'll be surprised at how incredibly wrong you are. <laughs> And I think the only way that I can really explain, right, truly, is in the form of narrative fiction. Oh, that works perfectly because that's that's the way I learn easiest. Well, well, then I got some good news for you, buddy, because it is story time. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. Cars are our generation's horses. <laughs> That's what your daddy said. <laughs> daddy worked as a mechanic, and he told you that if you respect and care for your automobile, it will take care of you. <laughs> and just like horses, cars can be beautiful. Your love of the art of automobile design led to your hobby, taking pictures of yourself with every make model, and year of car you can find. <laughs> Posting pics on your Facebook always brings a smile to your face, lots of likes from friends and well-wishers, and even makes you feel a little closer to your daddy. You, George Borglum Jr., are a harmless everyday car lover. <laughs> harmless. Today seems like a perfectly harmless everyday day. You're heading south along the main coast on the way to visit a used Saturn dealership that allegedly has some early model S series that would be a real feather in your cap. <laughs> you pull into a gas station, which is a normal reaction to being low on gas. While filling your own ride, the all-American 1986 T-top Chevy Camaro, you eye the other cars par parked at the snack-and-go. You never know when you'll see a new friend, a new butterfly for your collection. <laughs> Indeed, your vigilance is rewarded. There, parked by the convenience store, is a beautiful piece of machinery. It was a 1964 Dodge 330 limited edition four-door. A beautiful boat of a car. <laughs> the paint job was the deepest, most luxurious gold. You had to get a picture with this bitch. <laughs> you pull your T-top into the adjacent parking spot and sidle up next to the 330. My God, was she beautiful. You take a few pictures until you have one you're happy with. A quick look around confirms that no owner is approaching. So you take a moment and trace the clean line of the hood with your finger. As soon as you make contact feels like someone has stepped over your grave. A chill races down your spine. You try to shake it off and head into the convenience store to grab a couple of road snacks and drain the main vein. <laughs> now, 
it's here that things start going really bad. It seems earlier there was a mother and child, and the child was hungry. Mom bought the mere tot a banana, knowing that the banana has the distinct advantages of being affordable, nutritious, and something that Alan would eat. The child was named Alan. You don't think of children being named Alan. You don't think of children being named Alan, but they're adult Alans, and they must come from somewhere. So mom started the banana for Alan, cracking the peel at the stem, before handing the cashier the dollar for the banana. Alan peels back the skin, revealing the pale, yellow, custardy flesh inside. Alan, still young enough to not have the sense to avoid grabbing the sticky tube of banana flesh, now completely free of its inedible peel. Absent-mindedly, Alan tossed the peel to the floor, failing to understand that the banana peel will continue to exist once it is out of his sight. But the banana peel does continue to exist. Now, the thing about a banana peel is that the inside of it, when placed against a surface such as a linoleum floor, becomes almost frictionless. (laughs) When this linoleum floor is the same bright yellow hue as a discarded fruit husk, it also becomes nearly invisible, especially if you aren't looking for it. George Jr., you are not looking for it. So you don't see the banana peel. If you did, you wouldn't have stepped on it. But you didn't, so you do. As you stride forward, your entire body weight ends up on top of this slippery banana peel. As you lean forward to place your other foot on the ground in front of you, your first foot, the one back on the banana peel, (laughs) pushes back. With no friction due to the aforementioned slipperiness, (laughs) the banana peel and your foot slide out from underneath you. Now your center of gravity is unsupported. (laughs) You fall forward. Your great Roman nose that you inherited from your mother crashes square into the counter, causing you a blinding pain. Oh, brother, George Jr., it's only going to get worse from here. (laughs) You fall onto the floor now. You try to right yourself by reaching up to grab the counter, and using its sturdy frame to hoist yourself upright. Your hand finds no purchase, though, as this counter holds a roller-based cooking device for hot dogs, taquitos, and other tubular foods. (laughs) You grab onto the steaming hot rollers of the bratwurst section, burning your fingers. (laughs) That'll wake you up in the morning, eh, George Jr.? (laughs) You bolt upright and start blowing on your singed hand. Still unsteady on your feet, you step backwards into a mop bucket left on the store's main floor just minutes ago by a storage employee named Jefferson, who is now on a smoke break, vaping and scrolling through Reddit posts about college basketball. (laughs) Your left foot is instantly soaked through, sock and shoe both, but that's not the worst of it. Not by a long shot, George Jr. (laughs) The mop bucket has wheels and consequently serves as a single, oversized, water-filled roller skate. (laughs) You careen into the spinner display of phone charging cords across the room. 
The display falls on top of you, and you are buried in a tangle of cords of all different lengths and plug combinations. <laughs> there would not be nearly so many different types of cords in a display like this if the government would regulate that there would only be one standardized plug for phones and computers... But there are those that argue that such regulation would stifle innovation. <laughs> Much to consider, George Jr. <laughs> but you can't get to the bottom of this complicated issue right now. You have bigger fish to fry. You stand, entangled in a net of phone chargers, and stumble once more. This time, crashing through a plate glass door at the front of the bed. <laughs> Jefferson looks up from his Samsung 22 and sees you brushing shattered glass off of your body. Before he can ask you the most pertinent question you could ask someone at a time like this, hey man, are you okay? A thunderclap sounds overhead. There was no rain in today's forecast, so you certainly never expected that a bolt of lightning would come from the heavens straight towards you, striking you square in the chest, killing you instantly. <laughs> Across the parking lot, a woman dressed in black shakes her head sadly before getting into the driver's seat of the Dodge 330 Limited Edition. She knows that you, George Jr., have fallen victim to the curse of the Golden Eagle, the most evil car in America. What? That's right, the Golden Eagle is an evil car. What? Wait, first of all, that was the funniest story. I love that st I love when you when you described the banana peel incident in uh with the with the leverage and everything. That that got me. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really wanted to like try and recreate a slapstick sequence in prose. Yeah, in no, no, you really you you that was I've never heard that done before, and that was very creative and I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> Thank you. An evil so, car. I mean, I that was not... I, I seriously, like, you know, I make funny... Or, or what I deem to be funny guesses. But, I mean, I, I do think about it. And, like, I that was not on my radar. No, no. It And it's funny. The way that I found this was I was listening to a podcast about the movie Christine. And I thought, maybe there's some real evil cars out there. You mean... I Googled evil car. And this was my first result. Are you serious? That's you, you didn't hear about it or research cryptids. You you literally were like, there must be a real evil car. Yeah, there must be some sort of haunted car, some sort of something evil car somewhere. Someone's got to have a legend about that. And yeah, but big enough to do a show about. I mean, that's pretty good. Well done. Well, yeah. So let's 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 get into it. The Golden Eagle, also called the most evil car in America. What a segue. Thank you. Is a 1964 Dodge 330 limited edition four-door sedan in a deep golden color paint job. What does that cost? I don't know. You didn't you uh, didn't check that? No, it's funny. I realized that I should have immediately, <laughs> uh, but I did not. I would like to know because I would like to know the value well, of Well, such. why don't you uh, I will. Google I'll it. check the yeah, Tell no. tell me exactly what it is again. I'll, I'll... It is a 1964 yeah. Dodge 330 limited edition I think I saw them going for somewhere in like the 80 grand range really so it's so it's a it's a uh, a coveted piece yeah, 82,500 uh sold 
Yeah. At so, all. So yeah, so in in good condition, I'm sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in that range would be my guess. Okay. So it's a, uh, so it's a coveted, you know, it's a nice antique car. Yes. But one that uh you wouldn't want to buy this one <laughs> because it is alleged to have killed at least 14 people. So it's like the Lasser Glass from um what's that movie with the Lasser Glass, uh, Oculus. Not I didn't see that one. Oh, it's a cursed mirror that kills people, so it's there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a cursed car. Um now, the thing about the Golden Eagle is it doesn't kill people itself. It doesn't, like, run people over. It doesn't crash into things. So it's not Christine. No. Uh, it instead, uh, it curses people who cross its path. And uh, lots of people that encounter it uh, have died violent deaths shortly thereafter. Do you have to touch it or just kind of cross paths? Uh, it seems like the people who have been cursed by it have all touched it. So... Do you think you have like a little bit of bad luck just by seeing it and then more bad luck by walking by it? And then if you touch it, it might kill you. Uh, I, I think that's probably safe to say, although, you know, it doesn't sound like it. Something like that would inevitably end up sort of destroying the community where it exists. Right. And it's it's stayed in the same place for a long time. Like the tall so it man. Might be the, it's like the tall man. It might man. be that you have to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that you have to touch it. I feel bad for the guys who, like, gas it up at the station. Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily, I think Maine is not a full-service state. Are there any... Is New Jersey still full-service? I, I haven't been there in 10 years. Yeah, you're probably better off. Yeah. No offense. We're just yanking your chain, Jersey. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any facts for me this week? Oh, of course. Uh, we have Uncle Monster Presents Eagle Facts. Eagle Facts. The average eagle has a lifespan of 20 years in the wild. Okay. That lifespan is considerably longer than most other birds. The oldest known eagle in the wild lived 38 years. Mm. Eagles in captivity can live much longer, however. An eagle in, in, say, a zoo can reach 50 to 70 years. Wow. How about that? I bet uh, they, you know... It's probably hard out there in the wild for an eagle. Yeah, well, I mean... That's I also probably longer read... than I would live if I was out in the wild. Yeah, well, it's longer than I would live for sure. I mean, their beaks start yeah. to curve and as they get older. It's sad. You know, they, they get elderly and they're not able to hunt properly. And they don't have oh, the okay. vet, veterinary care that they have in the zoo. There's lots of reasons, but I'm not going to go into them. Number two, the Philippine eagle is the Philippines' national bird. That's cool. Copycats. The Philippine eagle is scientifically... Well, I'm going to say there's... We did sort of forcibly put our stamp on the Philippines. Yeah. That's not entirely... Uh, it wasn't not like a colonial it. thing, though. Well, was it? it? It's not as bad as most of our other colonization. No, it could have been worse. Yeah, really. Um, the Philippine eagle is scientifically known as uh, Pithecophagia Jeffrey. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was it's easy to remember that way. It, I would just call it Jeffrey. It was declared the country's national bird in 1978. Sadly, the Philippine eagle is now an endangered species. Oh, hang in there, Jeffrey. <laughs> Eagles fly high and fast. Mm. Eagles can fly as high as 15,000 feet. And they use very little energy doing so, because uh, although they can soar that high, they fly in long glides to conserve energy. 
Uh, they can also fly at up to 160 kilometers per hour as one of the fastest birds on the planet. Uh, however, the fastest bird, the single fastest bird on the pal- uh, planet, the pallet, is mm. the uh, peregrine falcon, which flies oh, okay. at an average of 390 kilometers per hour. Whoo! That's fast. So that's what, like 260 miles? Yeah, around that 250, 260. Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> that is a fast bird, you guys. That is. That certainly is faster than the Golden Eagle could drive. Well, I don't now, know. It's cursed. I don't know what its powers are. We haven't found out. Well, I'm going to tell you, it, it, it nothing physical seems to be different about the Golden Eagle. Oh, except, okay. well, okay. So it does like 60 miles per hour. Well... Yeah, a boat that size. It's a pre- but it's, it's probably got a pretty good engine in there because, all right, let me get into its origin. Please do. We don't know too much about its manufacturing. Nothing crazy. Satan made seems- it, obviously. It, it appears to have been made in your standard Dodge plant. It doesn't have the blood of 100 workers in it. There's nothing in that lore. Was its mother raped by 100 maniacs? I uh, don't believe so, because uh, it doesn't have a mother. Oh. It is a car. Oh, it's a car. car. Correct. You're right. Yes. Uh, we do not, uh, We can surmise that its original color was not gold, because it was originally a police car. What? It was sold to the Old Orchard Beach, Maine, Police Department. Of course. That's where it began... It's reign of terror. Yeah, like 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 most cars. Yes, like yeah, like most cop cars. But it didn't just uh, do what you would expect: uh, lock up people who don't deserve it, hit protesters. Uh, it also, <laughs> yeah, it uh, the first officer that was assigned to the Golden Eagle <laughs> shortly after uh, died in a murder suicide, killing his entire family. <laughs> Sorry, unfortunate. Hey. Sure, a curse, but lots of cops abuse and murder their wives and children uh, before swallowing the blue flame. They love doing that. They're crazy about it. What's swallowing the blue flame? Uh, uh, eating a bullet from your police-issued gun. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard that slang somewhere. I can't remember. I'm going to use that. Swallowing the blue flame. That's when a cop kills himself with a service weapon? Mm-hmm. What a specific... Okay, I like that. Go ahead. I don't like when people do that. I'm just saying it's no. an interesting turn of phrase. No, I'm just going to say, cops, if you're listening to the show and you're considering murder-suicide, have you thought about leaving out the murder? <laughs> or just, just switching kidding. jobs and having a happy life. Yeah, please, uh, if you're out there and you are uh, feeling suicidal and you need help, please... Do what you can. Reach out to somebody. Uh, and if someone you know needs help, reach out to them. Uh, nothing to be embarrassed about. Nothing to be ashamed of. Everybody needs help sometimes. But leave out the uh, murder either way. Yes. And also, please don't murder people. Right. If you're fearing homicidal yeah. and you need some help, please reach out to somebody. Not us. Uh, yeah. Please don't murder me. Uh, but yeah, there is suicide in this episode. Um. I'll try to remember to put a trigger warning in the in the uh, description. For what? People who've committed suicide? I don't think they care. Suicide is very traumatic for a lot of people, and it's a very sensitive subject. 
Yeah, but the people who have done it, oh, the people who have l- l- survived. You're right. I yeah, we do need a trigger. People warning. who are feeling suicidal. Right. I felt. You know what? I get sad sometimes. I can totally. You know, everyone does. So I think. Yeah. I think that trigger warning is necessary. And if you're feeling that way, please seek help because it always will get better. So. The next two officers that were assigned to the Golden Eagle also became family destroyers <laughs> before committing suicide. So that's three cops and their families. I've seen no uh, evidence that the car is evil so far. <laughs> after this, the old Orchard Beach Police Department, or whatever was left of it at this point, <laughs> decided that they should sell off the car. Just Sheriff Joe was like, <laughs> shit, all my deputies. <laughs> I came up to Maine from the south. <laughs> uh, yeah, they sell off the car. They sell it to a local elderly gentleman who then, uh, his name has been lost to history, but he flipped it to a family called the Allens. Why didn't he the die? Allen- oh, he probably, he was elderly. <laughs> yeah, and I think he sold it off pretty quick. Uh, the Allens uh, are the family that are still in possession of the Golden Eagle this day. Uh, they used it as a daily driver, lived with it perfectly happily. It is currently owned by Wendy Allen, who has successfully avoided the curse. Other than sometimes when they're driving on the highway, the doors will spontaneously open on their own. Which is probably par for the course with a car that old. Yeah, yeah. That could be curse, could be car. Who could say? Yeah. This does not mean that the Golden Eagle's reign of terror has ended. Right, of course not. Don't feel safe out there. No. A local child in the late 60s was playing near the Golden Eagle when he was hit by a truck <laughs> and his body was flung onto the hood of the Golden Eagle <laughs> where the child died. This happened again roughly 20 years ago. <laughs> Wait, another child got hit by another truck and landed on the car? Yes. That's ridiculous. Well... It happened. That's awesome. Because of the I mean, that's terrible, but it's very, it's a, it's a very funny coincidence. Well, word started to spread among the locals that Wendy Allen's car is evil. <laughs> Consequently, on two separate occasions, groups from two different local churches vandalized the Golden Eagle. Of course. In attempt to get Alan to get rid of it or move move away, something. How'd they vandalize it? Uh, I couldn't find those details, but nothing that uh, like permanently damaged it. They just wrote like so, Satan car cosmetic. on it in like soap yeah. or something. Yeah. And they wrote uh, "cop car pigs inside." <laughs> Wait, uh, did did it still have a siren on it at this point or no? No, it might have still had one of those side mounted lights though. Gotcha. Uh, now, according to Alan, 32 people from these two groups who vandalized the car died shortly thereafter. 32? There were some big groups <laughs> that got together to vandalize the car. Uh, the leaders of each group were both separately decapitated in accidents with 18 wheelers. Okay, where's the documentation of that? And at least four people were struck by lightning. <laughs> the lightning is canon. That's why I put it in the story. Are you serious? Four people got four religious people who vandalized the car got struck by lightning. Yes. I love that. Oh my god. Wait. 
Wait, we should drive that car to an abortion clinic where they protest. There you go. Take care of business. <laughs> you know when I want to ask them if God's pro-life, why did he drown everyone in the Bible? Yeah. He should have uh he should have aborted them. Yeah. Save everybody some trouble. Seriously. All of you should have been aborted. <laughs> Rain! <laughs> You're having a 98th trimester abortion. <laughs> Sploosh! Uh, now, around this time, people started calling Wendy Allen the sea witch of Old Orchard Beach. That's nice. Yeah, well, she did own a cursed car that has killed uh, at least 32 people. Well, everyone needs a transportation. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, she maintains that the Golden Eagle is not so bad. After all, it never hurt any of the Allens. That's a little bit selfish, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, she wakes but... up every day and finds a toddler dead on her hood. Yeah, so, yeah well... Bob, it's Wendy. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> Is Bob uh, the toddler uh, mortuary guy? <laughs> Bob could be whoever wants the sheriff, the 911 operator. Uh, so in 2007, a kid dared only to touch the golden. How bird. old? Uh, Mid teens. Okay. A few weeks later, he murdered his entire family, including his dog, and burned his house down. <laughs> In 2010, the locals of Old Orchard Beach had finally had enough. Wait, is this real? Like, did that guy, that someone did, did, did someone do that? And the question is just whether he, it was because of the car or not? Well, it's, it's, it's tough to say. Okay, go ahead. Now, in 2010, the Golden Eagle was once more targeted by vigilantes from a nearby church. Christian vigilantes. <laughs> yes. Uh, this time they stole the golden eagle and they sold it for parts. Very brave. Any of them could have been instantly struck by lightning while they were They there. brought it to a chop shop? Yeah, they chopped it up. So they could put different parts in different cars and kill more people? Yeah, they wanted to sell it for parts. Oh. Wendy says that she has subsequently tracked down the parts of the golden eagle. And has reassembled it. <laughs> Wendy is a witch. The Golden Eagle rides again. <laughs> do you have any more main facts for me? I do. Uh, I don't, actually. I have eagle facts, though. Oh, yes. Eagle facts. My mistake. Eagle facts. The United States protects eagles very seriously. It's mm. forbidden to track, capture, disturb, or do anything malicious to an eagle in the United States. For something as minor as seeing an eagle feather on the ground, you would need a special permit to pick it up. Is that all eagles or just bald eagles? Bald eagles, I think. Oh, no, it okay. says eagles. I don't understand. I would think bald eagles. Yeah, I bet that's more specific to bald yeah, eagles. Because there's a lot of types of eagles. Yeah, I don't know why it, it, it said eagles, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing bald eagles. Um, the bald eagle's name comes from an old English world, word, not from being bald. Uh, the bald eagle is called bald, not for lack of hair. The word bald comes from an old English English word, balde, which means white. Thus, bald eagles are named for its head's distinctly white color. <clears throat> I don't buy it. 
<laughs> I think the white looks like it's a big bald head, and it looks like it's bald. Do you know, I know um, a little bit of Middle English. Tell me more. Okay. I, I know the first four lines of The Butcher's Wife by Jeffrey Chaucer. I memorized oh, them in classic. ninth grade. Hit me with those four. <clears throat> Hit me with the Chaucer. <clears throat> One that April with his shore is sota, the drooks of March had parasit to the rota, and bothered every vein with switch liqueur, of which vertu engendered is the floor. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Jeffrey Chaucer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was my Chaucer. Uh, eagles don't mate in the air. No, why would you? I, I These are the facts that I found. Uh, courtship does occur. Do they mate in the pile of dirt? <laughs> um, courtship occurs in the air. Mating okay. occurs on branches or in nests with the male mounting the female. During sex, Classic. the cloaca of the male and female join together. Uh, this mm. process is known as the cloacal kiss. <laughs> Wait, how does it sound when they do the cloacal kiss? <laughs> That's so gross. And those are your yes. uh, three newest eagle facts. Boy, speaking of uh, courtship, the golden eagle sounds crazy. Right. A car that is the most evil car in America? I mean, some car has to be. <laughs> I would have thought maybe it was Jeffrey Dahmer's car right. or uh, Harvey Weinstein's limo. Oh, yes. But it is, in fact, the golden eagle, and it's just crazy but can it love? <laughs> what a ridiculous question. A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but... Can it love? Can it love? Can this car fall in love? I say... I've got a theory. I say yes. Tell me more. I think it can love because I think it is lashing out to protect its owner. Yes, I think it loves Wendy Allen. Yeah. Oh, that's what you think too? Yes. I, that's exactly what I think it is. I think that it's it's it may be misguided, but its actions are out of love and out, and to protect Wendy, its owner. I think it does love Wendy Allen, and I think that's... It may be disgusting to us, but that's... The murder is how it shows its love. So, so Mermaid, it's okay to fall in love with. Car, not okay. Or is it the car's actions that are disgusting? What, what's wrong with falling in love with a car? I saw that on... Well, uh, you just said it was disgusting. The murder. The murders are the disgusting. Yeah, no, okay. you can fall in okay. love with a car. I don't. I don't judge. I'm sex positive. Fair enough. So then, what's your first date with the most evil car in America? Gonna watch Christine, obviously. 
Fair enough. Uh, we're gonna Netflix and chill. We might smoke a little weed. Um, oh, I don't know. It's not gonna fit in my house. I guess we'll go to the drive-through. Drive in? No, we're gonna get something to eat first, and then we'll go to the oh, drive-in. Okay. And there uh, you go. at the drive-in, we'll watch Christine. And then, um, what else do you do with a car? Maybe we'll listen to some music and take a nice drive. And then I'll drop it off and thank it for a lovely evening. Oh, what a perfect gentleman. Yeah, well, I'm not... Listen, it's only a first date. It's true. You don't want to rush these things. No. That's how you get a speeding ticket. Or get killed. You know, it is a murderer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take the Golden Eagle to the car wash. <laughs> Maybe get a nice oil change. Something the Golden Eagle would really like. It's like a spa. Exactly. That's Just really get him a, nice. Yeah, just treat them right. Show them I know how to treat a car right, and I can spend a little coin doing it. You get the hot wax, baby. <laughs> That's a little forward, though. Well, it's, if I was washing it myself, that would That's be a little true. forward. That's true. That yeah. would be a little bit intimate. That's the difference between paying for a massage and going, hey, baby, you want a massage on the first date? Like, you're right. Yeah. I think that's a really nice date. Um... Now that we can it fuck yeah I was gonna that sounds crazy but can it fuck I was gonna go for a different segue but can it fuck works as well <laughs> yeah I straight to the point baby um I think anything with a hole in it can fuck okay interesting <laughs> interesting bold statement thank you I wouldn't want to record myself saying that I well. I just did, and I feel very confident about it. I I didn't say I want to fuck anything with a hole in it. I said anything with a hole in it can be fucked. All right. Glad to hear that's what you think of children. I didn't say I. I'm do pedophile. Say, wait, wait, time out. Do uh, pedophiles fuck children? They love it. Okay, then they can be fucked. Okay, well, okay. I don't want to go. I'm gonna say. They can't do it, but they do anyway. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I bet you could fuck that car. <laughs> I'm glad you came around. No, I, I wasn't going to say you couldn't fuck the car. I was just not going to go on record saying anything with a can be Because I don't want that taken out of context. In fact, I'm going to edit out myself saying that <laughs> just right now. Oh, no, no. I was, gonna, I, I was just thinking of pulling that sound for <laughs> of you saying anything with a hole in it could be fucked. I think that's – I want to pull you saying that now. It's fight night. Ding, ding, ding. Fight. Damn, this episode's moving at a brisk pace. Well, it's fun. I mean, this is a great... I mean, it's an evil car. Who doesn't love an evil car? Yeah, and it looks really cool. What does it look like? It's one of those big, like, square boats. Oh, like a But it does have warship. a pretty big hood. Like, it's almost like a pony car, but the trunk is a little bit bigger than that. It's kind of badass. Yeah. Would you buy one? Not the not the evil one, but would you buy a model of that car just to drive the same one as that? If you, I mean, if it wasn't so expensive. Yeah, if it wasn't so expensive. If I was in the market for a vintage car, this is a nice looking vintage car. That's cool. I mean, yeah, but the, the repairs on a vintage car are terrible. Um, okay, we have yeah. fight night. 
the Golden yes. Eagle versus Prime, seven foot one, three hundred and forty pounds, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my voice, Neal. Okay. Now, here's what I'm gonna say. We know if you touch the Golden Eagle, you're cursed. We know if we touch it, but not if Shaq does. We don't know that. Well, I'm going to say this. I think the people who kidnapped, if I can say that, kidnapped the Golden Eagle and had it dismembered, <laughs> they we don't have reports of them dying. So I think if you defeat the Golden Eagle before the curse gets you... Oh then the curse is lifted. Like, it has to be intact in order for the curse to take effect. That's, you know, that's true. I, th- I think that's I true. Think... That's got to be true. So, could Shaq successfully, in his prime, tear apart a 1964 Dodge 330 limited edition with his bare hands? Do you remember that video game where there was a special screen in between levels? Street Fighter 2. Yep. And you had to smash a car? Yes. Um, I feel that Shaq could fucking do that. I feel like if anybody could, Shaq. Yeah, if I was going to pick one human like to save my life by smashing a car, I'd pick Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, because he, which you, you pop open the door, you rip out one of the seats, and then you just start smashing it with the chair. <laughs> I like that you've thought it out. That's how I would do it if I was Shaq. And I think Shaq, Shaq and I have a lot in common. So I think he'd probably follow my lead on this. Well, one. yeah, I mean, or you would tell him and he, I, I mean, not that Shaq couldn't figure yeah, no, it out. I'd obviously, I'd be in the fans. Be like, Rip out the seat. <laughs> Rip out the seat what if he start bashing it in. What do you think the brain of the car is? The engine? Uh, Could be, or the ignition maybe. Yeah, I'd go. For, uh, I'd go for whatever that would be first. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, oh, you know what I would get first? The uh, the flux capacitor. Uh, I don't think that is in. I don't think a Dodge three thirty has one of those. Oh, all right. I. It's not a time machine. All right, so uh, fight number two, we have the Golden Eagle versus Tom Sandoval and his paramour Raquel. Okay. So that, that those are obviously the characters from Bravo. Vanderpump Rules, show. yes. Vanderpump Rules, yes. And they're they're both boy that Sandoval, he's involved in some sort of scandal. Yes, that's true. And I think that's going to be a little distracting. I don't think they're going to have their head in the game. I think the 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 Golden Eagle takes them, just murders them. <laughs> I think they get cursed and they get, they don't really think, they don't focus up. They can't avoid the curse. The curse gets them before they can take down the Dodge 330. Golden Eagle versus three Philadelphia Eagles without pads. Okay. You have to understand. Yeah, I'm going to say they're going to probably, three Philadelphia Eagles are probably going to have the strength of an average shack. Possibly more. I don't think more. I think it takes about five Philadelphia Eagles to make one Shaq. I mean, I think just in terms, they might, Shaq, I think might have more athleticism and skill, but I think just in terms of 
muscle mass? About yeah, probably around the same. Three eagles to one shack. Just in terms of being able to punch the shit out of something. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you know, I don't want to sleep on the Philadelphia. I don't want to say Shaq could probably take down the entire NFL at any given time. No, just the you know? eagle. I think he could beat up probably five eagles at once. Are we talking like defensive linemen or are we talking any of like them. running backs? Oh, my God. If you gave him like defensive backs, probably probably seven of them. Probably three three linemen he could take. Okay, because I yeah I was picturing the Eagles would probably choose their best guys, but anyway we're not talking about them taking on Shaq. We're talking about them taking on the Golden Eagle. I'm gonna put it on the Philadelphia Eagles. Go Birds! The, no, no, we don't root for them. We're Commanders. No, fans. it's true. The Chiefs beat them last year. Go Chiefs! No, we're Commanders fans. Don't you remember? No, I know you're a Commanders fan, but I'm trying to get you there. The Golden Eagle versus Anthony Hardaway as Little Penny and Larry Johnson as Grandmama. Okay, so Lil Penny <laughs> was the puppet. Yep. That was in the Black Street music video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he came from Sprite commercials um, originally? I, that was his origin? S- uh, commercials. I, I believe it was it for Sprite. It could have been Sprite. I, I don't remember. And Grandma Ma, <laughs> another great uh, alter ego, the, basically the Medea of the NBA. <laughs> uh. That was pre-Medea, I think. Poss- uh, Medea was around for a long time. Oh, yeah, time. on um, straight-to-video and, like, a bootleg yeah, the VHS. theatrical production. Yeah, theatrical, yep. And there was videos of the play that circulated forever. Yeah, I remember when I owned the video store, some, like, young black kids came in, like, do you have any Medea? And I was like, the Greek tragedy? <laughs> You're so hip. I've got... I've got this. And, you know, it was like 2005. Like at that point, I think uh, Diary of a Black Mad Black Woman hadn't come out yet. Uh, anyway. Anyway. I'm going to put this one on the Golden Eagle. All right. We've got the Golden Eagle versus your favorite character from Dungeon Dragons and my favorite character from Empires and Puzzles. Okay. Dungeon Dragons, not Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I I know. You noticed that. I saw your face. Okay. No, no. Okay. Well, if I'm going to go for my favorite monster from Dungeons and Dragons, I would have to go with the Mind Flayer or the Illithid. Ooh. No. No, I'm going to go with the Beholder. What does the Beholder do? Let's just do yours. I'm embarrassed. Okay. The Beholder is a uh, floating eye the size of a beach ball. Wow. And it's got a big, drooling, gaping mouth down at the bottom. <laughs> and it's got ten eyes on eye stalks surrounding its head in a crown. <laughs> That's awesome. Each eyeball has a different magic power. Wow. But the most important one that's going to come into play right here is the main eye up front... Is has an anti-magic ray, which is going to prevent uh, the curse, the golden eagle from cursing it. That so the winner is the illithid. Uh beholder. Oh, excuse me. The illithid is. <laughs> uh, I won't get into the illithid. It hit points. Uh, we have the golden eagle <clears throat> versus conservative parents at a school board meeting trying to ban a book about a pair of male eagles that lovingly raise a baby eagle. Boy, those sound like the exact people 
the Golden Eagle loves to curse. Yes. All of those people are going to be struck by lightning one after the other, each individually as they exit that building. <laughs> what a sight. <laughs> and they keep and they keep walking. It, it won't happen to me. I mean, what are the odds? It's not even raining, you guys. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last but not least, we have the Golden Eagle versus Carrot Top, Gallagher, and their props. Boy, they got some great props. Yeah, you never know what they have up their sleeves or in their briefcases. I know at the very least, Gallagher is going to have two sledgehammers. And sledgehammers, I think, are a great weapon to take on a stationary car. Great point. So I'm gonna put this one on Carrot Top and Gallagher. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I, I don't. I think you give them any weapon they want. I think that they couldn't take apart a car. Fair enough. An R.I.P. to Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. You know what? I mean, he took a lot of shit over the years, but he was a funny guy, and he and he took chances, and you know, he wasn't the greatest comedian of all time, but he seemed like a really good guy, and he made people laugh. I don't know who they are, but you know, good for him. Yeah. Hey. He made it. He did. He was a star, you know, and we'll yeah, remember him. No one could take that away. We from will remember to him. Game. We will remember him yeah. as a star, and that's how he deserves to be remembered, no matter what. Unless he did something shitty. If he did something shitty before he died, or he's some kind of asshole, then fuck him. I don't know. I don't. Care. Why do you have that feeling that he did? I feel like I heard that when he died. Oh no, that he did something. Oh, but he shitty. seems like know. such a nice guy. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. By the Let's leave Gallagher's complicated legacy behind. <laughs> His complicated. Can I give you one more fight night? I'm interested in this one. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, this is one I just thought of, but it, it's one I really want to know. The Golden Eagle versus the Knuckle of E. Okay. Okay. So they both have some curse powers. Right. And I don't think many, well, many of the Knuckle of E's weapons I don't think are going to be effective Against the Golden Eagle. Uh-huh. Because the gold, the Knuckle V, what, it has poisonous breath. It does have really long, powerful arms. But I think the car might curse the dead rider thinking it was a person and miss. Mm. Yeah, it could, it could curse the rider. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to put this one on the Golden Eagle. Uh, and, yeah, because I think if it's going to come down to a physical fight... Yeah, I don't think you're just basically coming down to horse versus car. Yeah, but and, it doesn't yeah. hit people. It's not Christine. That's not how it works. No, but I, yeah, I guess a horse could trample a car until it's destroyed. It's got one horsepower. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how we could break down the fight is one has like 400 horsepower. One has one horsepower. I mean, it's kind of. It's true. But but is. If someone was driving, if if Wendy was driving, oh, I would say maybe the Golden Eagle. I think the key to this story is that Wendy is evil. She does allegedly own more haunted cars. What? What? She collects haunted cars. Okay, so she's she's like, um, who are those people from Connecticut? And the husband was a statutory rapist. Conjuring. The Conjuring, right. Uh, Lorraine and Ed. Yes. Yeah, she New, like New she has like a collection no. like them, but she's not like a trained exorcist. She shouldn't have that. No. 
Probably not. Can we contact her to have her on the show? I don't want to contact people. I'll contact her. Can we have her on the show? No, because she's got cursed shit. Like, that's weird. Yeah, I don't want to get cursed. Yeah, and I don't want a crazy person fixating on us. No, I don't want... Yeah, I don't need... uh, It's so easy to imagine this going worst case scenario. Yeah, and you know what? It's starting to... It's just me getting struck by lightning. And it's starting to scare me, Shib. I'm telling you. Like, I'm sitting here. I'm shaking in my... I can see. You can tell, right? You can tell by my facial expression. Like, I'm getting uncomfortable thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I think the question we need to ask ourselves at this point is... Is real? Is real? Check it, Bavakasha. Hey! Hey! Well, the car is real. It's a real car. That's good. Did it kill 32 people? Wait, I thought it was much more than... Th- I thought it was just 32 in that one incident. Yeah, did it kill at least 30... Somewhere between 32 and 46 people. I could not find any records of those deaths. But you're not a professional not... death hunter either. It's true. Uh, in one of the sources that I read, uh, the author decided to comment that collecting the parts of a car that had been (laughs) chopped up after it had been stolen and reassembling it would actually be very difficult. Do you think? Yeah, I don't doubt that. (laughs) I don't doubt that. So this might not be the original Golden Eagle that Wendy Allen does still have. That's why it's not killing people anymore. But... There is a car called the Golden Eagle. You can go and see it. Wendy Allen does own a collection of haunted cars. But this is the most evil one. (laughs) This is her first. She also drives around in a bedazzled uh, bug. Something's wrong with this woman. Beads. Uh, And she allegedly had done it to raise autism awareness. Oh, that's actually wonderful. Yes. And I'm and I, my whole theory is that she's a witch and she's evil. <laughs> she could also be a witch that has a collection of murder cars, but so, also cares uh, a lot about autism. But uh, we're gonna say, if you're in Maine and you get the chance, go see this haunted car. That might be cool. And, and go tell see us a car about that it. Killed three cops. Yeah, and let us know. You be the judge. The so verdict, yeah. What's the verdict? Undecided. Undecided. All right, I can live with that. I'm still scared because that 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 is that means could be real. Yeah, and it's up in your neck of the woods. It's in New England. Uh, yeah, Maine's not exactly my neck of the woods, thankfully. But uh, you know, it's more yours than mine, though. Yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> then again, so is England. I mean, you could you could go drive and see it in a day. If I was to drive to want to see it, it would take me about four days. Okay, well, <laughs> great point. <laughs> and it looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. I was wondering. I thought someone was going to assassinate me because there was a there was that redness, and I I thought it was. But a before sniper. we get to that. Redness. Yeah. I think you should have three more Maine facts. Eagle facts. (laughs) Wow, you're really hung up on Maine. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing so many locations. uh, It's force of habit. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Shibby, eagles mate for life. Oh. Did you know that? 
I did not know that. I know some birds do, but I didn't know eagles were amongst them. When eagles choose a partner, it's till death do us part. Eagles are a monogamous species. However, if their partner dies early or does not return to the nest for over a year, an eagle might seek a new partner. Okay. So they move on. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You don't want to spend the rest of your life in mourning. Life is for the living. You know, Boppy, my grandma's nine. She'll be 99 in August, and she's still super with it and funny. She, after my my grandpa died super young at like 60, and she mm. hasn't ever like talked to another guy. She just is waiting to see him in heaven, she says. Yeah, my grandmother uh, is about that age and is the same way. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I mean... They love them. I, I feel like my grandmother's emotional health would be better if she was able to connect with someone else in that way. But it sounds like your grandmother's doing fine. Well, my so grandma has a lot of family around her all the time. Like, she lives with my aunt, you know, so she's very social yeah. and has a lot of going on, but... Yeah, and, and if and if she still has her, her health and her faculties, yeah. then that obviously is a huge issue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, eagles drop their prey to incapacitate them. Damn, that would suck. Yeah, listen to this. When an eagle spots larger prey, it uses its talons to grab and throw them off a high cliff. <laughs> after they drop dead after the free fall, the eagle will devour the meal. Smart. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> the Bible mentions eagles over 30 times. Okay. And also, by the way, it, it mentions uh, abortion. It says to give your wife um, bitter water if she sleeps with another man. And that if the, ba- and if the baby's not yours, it'll give her an abortion. So the Bible is pro-abortion. Um, the Bible mentions eagles in both the Old and New Testaments. The imagery of an eagle is often used to portray God's power. Fair enough. Eagles, very powerful. They hurl their enemies over cliffs. And then they go and eat their bodies. And it looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Oh, look at that, Uncle Uncle. How are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great, Uncle. What's going on? Oh, not much. I've just been watching some movies. Oh, really? Do you have a movie suggestion for us? I mean, we have nothing to do till next episode. Have you, have you ever seen the movie with the title <laughs> of Used Cars? No, not at all. It stars Kurt Russell, directed <laughs> by Robert Zemeckis. He plays a car salesman. I can't hear a word. It looks I, like there's Uncle Monster too. Ah, hi there, Sybil. You got any recommendations for me? Oh, if you like funny movies, but you only have a couple minutes and can't watch one, try the SNL comedy sketch Spelling Bee featuring James Franco. I don't want to ruin it. It's a quick watch. Just trust me and give it a go. I'm going to go do that right now. I mean, it's it's only a couple minutes. He's right. Before you go and do that, listeners, well, you should take a quick moment and you should like and subscribe and leave a comment and follow us on our social medias. You find us on Instagram at Uncle Monster 6. Find us on Twitter at Uncle Monster Pod. And you can find us on Patreon. 
at Uncle Monster 6, where we got a bunch of fun bonus episodes. Uh, we've just now uh, should be starting our Trapped in the Store All Night Horror Double Feature of Hide and Go Shriek and Chopping Mall. It's going to be awesome, you guys. you got to check out that Patreon stuff, but... Um, main that aside with the main show i mean it's you guys that make it fun for us we love having you keep tuning in and um just one thing is 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 super important that i gotta mention and 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 that's just don't don't get get spooked. spooked